All right, right. It's Milan Milan. You guys, oh my goodness. Difficulty after difficulty after difficulty. But listen, we're here now. All right, amen. So this was my live stream. Now I'm just recording. I'm still figuring things out. Okay. So the title to this is The Sign of the Times and the End of Age. All right. So get your Bibles out, please. Get your Bibles out. It's Matthew 24, and we're going to go through verses 6 through 14. Now, before we do, of course, I'd like to bow our heads into prayer. Ooh. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this day. I thank you for being able to have this platform and speaking to my brothers and sisters, Lord. I ask that all words are of you and not of me. I ask that anyone who is listening, Lord, that it resonates with them and that it will have them to act on your word, your will. And I just thank you, Lord. You're so gracious, so merciful. Amen. All right, y'all. So we're talking about just basically the ending of the times, right? The sign of the times and the end of the age. So just so you know, we're reading through Matthew 6 through 14 of chapter 24, but parallel verses, right? If you want to go deeper into your study um, or just to have another reference, it's also in Mark 13, 3 through 13, as well as Luke 21 verses 7 through 19. But what we're going over today is Matthew 24, and it's really 3 through 14, but we're going to pick it up at 6. All right. So 6 starts out, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come 
So we see these things, right, people? We see them happening around the world. Yes, they're talking about wars. There's always rumors of wars. Um, we're not to be troubled, okay? Because the end is not yet. That's what it's saying, 24-6. Nation's going to rise up against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There are going to be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places. Yes, we see those things already happening. But these, it says in 8, all these are the beginning of sorrows. Okay? Because it already said in 6, but the end is not yet. So in 8, all of these are the beginnings of sorrows. So we should not be afraid, right? Our creator did not make us to be fearful, but to have peace, peace of love and a sound mind. Okay. So let's not worry about what we see because we know our God is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. There is nothing that catches him off guard. Nothing happens without his final say, right? No matter what it is. So let's just rest and trust that our Lord and Savior loves us. He sees what's happening and he will always save us. He will save his children. So think about Lot and his family being saved. Think about Noah and his family being saved. Those are his children. Our God doesn't change. So why would we not think that he would save us too? So this, I hope, is some sort of encouragement to anyone listening, anyone you share with, anyone you know that's kind of going through it. Share it with them and remind them that our Lord and Savior sits on the throne and there is nothing that happens without his final say. He will always protect us, always, when we fully submit to him and we fully allow him, his will to be done, him leading us. He's going to protect us. He's going to guide us. And I just have a few, let me stop. I have several <laughs> verses, right, of how strong our God is. I'm just going to go through them. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Psalm 27.14 says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm 18.2 says, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Amen. Deuteronomy 31 6 says, be strong and of good courage. Do not fear nor be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, he is the one who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. 
And my favorite one that I'm going to read today about how strong our God is. Isaiah 40, verse 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Jesus knew everything. He knows everything. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Our Lord is awesome and he is gracious. He will provide and protect his children always. There is no force that would ever be stronger than our God. No matter what it looks like, brothers and sisters, be of good courage, stand strong, stand firm and knowing that God knows he loves you and he will protect you. Always just make sure we align our will to his will. We are walking what he got, where he guides, right? Pray for those who are not certain in these uncertain times, right? Pray that the Lord leads them to the truth, which is him. He's truth, right? Jesus is the truth. He is our savior. There is no way we're going to make it without him. So if you think about John 14, 6, when it said, Jesus said to him, I am the truth. I'm sorry, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Our Lord and Savior said that, John 14, 6. That's our Jesus saying that. The Bible, everything in the Bible is true. The Bible was written, inspired by the Holy Spirit. It was written by man, but inspired by the Holy Spirit. Guys, it's the same Holy Spirit that's leading us throughout our days, right? The same Holy Spirit, Jesus said that when he leaves, we will have a comforter. The Holy Spirit is amazing. He is a comforter. He is a comforter. Trust in Jesus Christ. If you don't know, if you haven't given your life to Christ, if you don't know how you can be saved. I'm going to give you Romans 10 verse 9. And if you say this with your heart and you fully submit, you repent of your sins, you'll be saved. Romans 10, 9 through 11 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness 
And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whosoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Trust in Jesus Christ. He is the way for salvation. He is the only way. I love you, brothers and sisters. Let's continue to sow seeds and Jesus will add the increase. Jesus will save. It's nothing we could ever do that's going to save someone. But we can be obedient, spread the gospel and sow the seeds. And trust that our father will come in. And save. He is a loving God. He is a just God. Spread the gospel. Because he is coming soon. He's coming soon. And I want to be ready. Right? Let's be ready. When Jesus Christ comes back to gather the church, his bride. It's the start of a new week. Let's share God all week long. God willing, if he doesn't return sooner than that. Let's share how awesome right how awesome our god is and the best way is by how we treat one another how we care for one another pray for one another help one another encourage each other I love you. Peace.